Emily Liker, sports journalist extraordinaire and Seattle native. She's funny, hardworking, and our first guest on season two. She also happens to be Studio 618's biggest supporter. Thanks for being on the show, Emily. Of course, happy to be here. So we had that beautiful intro from Andrew. Do you want to give your own little autobiography real quick about yourself? Well, like Andrew said, I'm um, from Seattle, Washington, just north actually. And I moved here like 1,400 miles away to come to journalism school. I'm currently the assistant sports editor at The Man Eater, and I love it. And yeah, I'm really enjoying being here. So what made you want to come to Missouri for the journalism school? Um, well, I didn't want to come to Missouri. I wanted to come for the journalism school. But um, I was here in 2017 for a family reunion, actually, because my grandma is from Boonville, which is like the town where everyone goes to get jewel pods. So <laughs> um, anyways, I was here, and my aunt's actually an alum. And so she forced me to come toward the school and I loved it. I love the journalism school, so that's why I'm here. So wait, wait, wait. I heard you say tour. You know, we, we, we have this argument. Is it tour or tour? Oh, it's tour. Oh, no. It's oh, tour. No. <laughs> Andrew's the only... I'm from the south, and I'm, I don't know. Tour. 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 <laughs> so it just sounds snobby. <laughs> All right, Andrew, thank you for that sidetrack. Anyway, I want to dive right into sports journalism specifically with you. And you're the first woman to be the assistant editor for The Man Eater in a lot of years. I don't know. the What, what was the last year? I don't know about assistant sports editor, but Bennett Durando, the former sports editor, told me that it had been, like, if I move into the sports editor position in the fall, it'll be, like, 26 years, I think. That's, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So what's it like to be that minority in this field? And what, what kind of struggles do you face? It's weird. I don't know. Like, it's already, because, like, I was on the men's basketball beat, like, in the winter, and it was already weird enough, like, being an 18-year-old among, like, a bunch of 45-year-olds, and then, like, to be the only girl in the room, like, as all of these, like, guys who are, like, at least four inches taller than me are, like, walking around and, like, asking these big shot questions, like, it's intimidating, but I mean, like, at the same time, like, I knew that I, like, deserved to be there, so, like, that was cool, I guess, and, like, it's always good to have, like, Adam and Andy and stuff with me, because they're always very supportive, so, yeah. Do you have any funny stories from either, like, a press conference or the media room, just a little anecdote you could tell us? Oh boy, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if this is like necessarily funny, but like at the SEC tournament, there was like locker room availability, but like I don't know. I didn't go in the lo like. I didn't know if yeah. I was supposed to go in the locker room or not, so I didn't, and didn't get any player quotes until later. But it worked out. But I don't know. Most of the time, I was very quiet in the media room, just kind of a listener more than a yeah. What is it that draws you to sports journalism over everything else? Well, I've like played, well, I played sports for a really long time. I played soccer from kindergarten all the way until my junior year of high school. Always was on the couch on Sundays with my dad and my mom watching like football and my brother. My brother played football and that's like how I started sports journalism, I guess. I like when I was 13, I kept a blog for this 10-year-old football team that was my brother's. And so I was, had this blog, and all the parents would read it. Um, and so, like, I don't know. I just kind of 
sports has always been a big part of my life, and then like writing has always been a big part of my life. So I've wanted to combine the two. Speaking of writing, we wanted to ask about your Instagram account oh, no. at Emily.writes. <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give you a little plug there. So what was the motivation behind that Instagram account? Well, this might be revealing a little too much, but I used to have a different one that was just for like creative writing stuff. This was from when I was like 14, 15. Some cringy stuff on there. Deleted that account. So um, I don't know. This year I just wanted like another place to get my writing out there and like I really enjoy the work manager sports like we've been doing on Instagram and stuff like that. So I wanted to be able to use Instagram stories and things like that and hopefully gain a little traction on there. Plus, like my Twitter has kind of turned into like a place just for professional journalism now. So I wanted somewhere, somewhere to share like the other writing I do. Now, I saw on that Instagram like you talk a lot about like trying to get time to do creative writing. So like what type of creative writing do you do? Um... I don't know. I just will like write random things a lot, but I'm also like, I have a couple books I'm working on. My longest is like 80 pages right now, like 20,000 words, but like none of them are like completed, you know? So, I mean, my goal is to one day like be a journalist, but also have like a cool best selling book like out. So we'll see if that happens. Can you give us any info on the book <laughs> without spoiling too much? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> you can say no. <laughs> I don't know. They're very much like I don't I've started all of them when I was like in high school, so they feed a lot of like my own experiences, I guess, or like also what I wish my experiences had been like. So like a lot of them I draw in my own life. So at least give us a genre. Like what genre are we talking? Like young adult fiction, like I don't know, like coming of age, I guess a little bit would be it cuz like growing up and stuff like that. So, do you do any reading yourself? Yes. What's your favorite book? She doesn't read. Time? She doesn't read <laughs> yeah, I've never read a book in my life. Like, I don't have time to read, really, so. <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of, like, stopped reading in high school, because, you know, you get really busy, you do other stuff, and, um, oh boy, I don't know. I'm reading a book right now called The Goldfinch, and the movie's actually coming out in October, and it's really good. It's about, like, this kid who... Is involved in like this really really terrible terrorist attack at the Met in New York and he like basically steals a really expensive piece of writing so I really like that right now it's like 600 pages long though so I only read it when I'm on the plane um, but I don't know I've always been I was a big Harry Potter nerd when I was little Percy Jackson you know like the classics like fourth and fifth grade so. Percy Jackson over Harry Potter any day <laughs> That's my hot take. That's my hot take. I, I've argued with them on this. I'm a big Harry Potter supporter. No, yeah. I, I, Percy Jackson is a good series, but like, it's not as good as Harry Potter. Yeah, because it never got successful like movie wise and stuff. Like exactly. That. Exactly. They had such a bad movie. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> okay, now I do want to shift gears a little bit away from reading, writing, journalism, all that, and we want to ask you. <laughs> He's always shifting gears. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Second year. <laughs> um, anyway, tell us a little bit about the naturels and how you got into that. Um, and if you can explain what it is to our viewers who don't know. Oh, yeah. So the naturels is an acapella group here on campus. It's all female. Super cool. Super badass. Um, I, besides, like, sports and writing my entire life, like, music has also been a big part of my life. So I've been in five or six different musicals like since third grade um always been in choir choir was a big part of my high school experience 
And so I heard about the naturals and auditioned. And actually, the first time they uh, cut people, I did not get in. And then they emailed me a week later, and I got in. I ended up choreographing um, our, like, regionals routine, stuff like that. And we got, like, fourth or fifth place. We never exactly figured out. But, yeah, it's super fun. We love it. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> so you said you're into music. What are your, give me a, like a top five favorite artists. I knew you guys were going to ask this question. And oh, I, I have a very like eclectic music taste, I guess. Like where like you could play a song and I'm probably going to end up liking it for the most part. But like if you look on my Spotify playlist, it it's like very much one genre. But that's just because like I don't always save everything I like. So, like, John Mayer, one of my top, definitely top five, not in any order, but I love John Mayer. Um, I've been really into J. Cole recently. Yeah, that's, like, my new wave has been being into J. Cole. Um, let's see, who else do I like? Who's your favorite Jonas brother? Oh, who's my favorite Jonas brother? Nick Jonas, of course. Um, okay, yeah, the Jonas well, brothers. Why Nick, though? You, you have to qualify that one. Well... I mean, like, Nick was, like, the youngest, like, he was definitely the cutest Jonas brother, <laughs> so, like, and everyone, like, liked Joe, and, like, Joe was, like, the cool bad boy, you know, and I was not into that as a 10-year-old, so <laughs> I liked Nick, I don't know. Were you a big-time Rush fan? I honestly, like, not totally, like, I remember watching some of it, and I do know the lyrics to the song, like, I could sing it, I'm not going to if you ask me that question. <laughs> But um, it wasn't, like, religiously. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a good show. That was a good show. The hair. The hair was great. So if you didn't watch Big Time Rush, what did you watch growing up? I was a Disney kid. And coming to college, a lot of people have been like, you, you, like, watch Disney and not Nick? And I don't know. Like, that was just how I grew up. My mom hated SpongeBob. So I didn't get to watch that show very much as a child, so I've never gotten into it. I don't get that hate. Why, why do moms ha hate Spongebob? I know. What's, what's the beef? Spongebob is so good. <laughs> that, was like, that has to be my favorite show. Yeah. I, I don't know. I never watched it. So I was like a Disney kid. I watched some Nickelodeon. Like, obviously, iCarly is set in Seattle. Really false just, like, depiction of <laughs> Seattle. But it's set there, so I've seen some of that. The show I get the biggest amount of, like, oh my god, you haven't watched that, is, like, Drake and Josh. Like, I don't think I've ever seen an entire episode of Drake and Josh, wow. which I'm no. I'm really wow. sorry, but... Like, this interview is over. <laughs> this is... Oh. Really I'm not proud of that, but I just have never watched... So Drake what was your favorite Disney show, then? You didn't watch Drake and Josh, like, you have... I was a big Zack and Cody fan. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, like, you Sweet Life, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> like... You get some points, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was probably my favorite Disney show. And High School Musical. That was a movie. Yeah, that was. <laughs> High School Musicals got weird really fast after the first one. I mean, I was still eight. Like, we were still eight, so like. All right, a, a little bit more serious. Um, what do you think people come to advice, come to you for advice on? Like, what would you say you're an expert on? nothing um, <laughs> in high school ironically enough I found a lot of people coming to me for relationship advice and like again revealing a lot on this podcast I've never been in a relationship so I don't know why they would do that but 
Um, I don't know. That was like that's probably the thing that like stands out in my mind is like I can recount a lot of people like asking me for that. Also, just like organization. I'm a very organized person. So like my mom comes to me when she's disorganized and then has me organize her life. So yeah. Do you think you give good relationship advice? <laughs> she's gonna, no, she's um, gonna say I give terrible relationship <laughs> advice. I mean, Every relationship I've tried to help has failed. <laughs> I'm gonna, like it's a possibility. <laughs> I'd like to think so, but, like, again, like, it's only just, like, off of what I would want a relationship to be, I guess. Like, not actual experience. I don't know. I think I did. All right. So you're, so you're doing a good job so far. Um, we're going to shift over to some fun questions now. We've, gr- we've grilled you enough. So we're going to start off with what's your favorite Girl Scout cookie? Or if you want to rank your top three and tell us why. I just bought Girl Scout cookies today, guys. First time this year. Um, well, out here, they call them Caramel Delights. I don't know if they call them that on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, we call them Samoas. And so Samoas are my favorite. I would say Thin Mints are probably my second favorite, and then Tagalongs are my third. And I don't know where the list goes after that. When you said you liked thanks a lots the most, Jared, I had no idea what that was. I don't know so. why nobody knows what they are. They're like <laughs> such a simple cookie with chocolate on the bottom. It's just like it's literally the most basic like cookie that like, you can and imagine. Chocolate? Yeah, yeah, but like <laughs> that's his favorite girl's but like, cookie. That's just All right, well, one, I don't like the combination of chocolate and mint. So thin mints are just off the table for me. It's like putting toothpaste between Oreos. I use that example with everyone, and they're like, no, it's not. No, no, no. Yes, it is. And then, and then like, <laughs> but they have I'm, mint Oreos. You do know they have mint Oreos. Yeah, and they taste like you put toothpaste in between them. I don't get it. I don't get the combination of mint and chocolate. I'm, I'm on Jared's side here. I don't, and then, I like, don't understand. And I'm also not a huge caramel person, so, like, Samoas don't really do the trick for me. So I'm like, I don't know, you could call me like a plain guy, but like, they're, they're not bad. I'm also just not a huge Girl Scout person, Girl Scout cookie person. They guilt you into it though. Dude, you see him with a sad face. <laughs> I, was walking, I was walking to a man-eater meeting and, and the girl was like, oh, Girl Scout cookies. I'm like, sorry, I don't have my wallet on me. I had my wallet on me. I was just trying to pull that card. She's like, we take Venmo. And I was like, oh God, I'm sorry. sorry. I left my phone at home. <laughs> I hit her with the, I'm running late to a meeting. I'll be back later. And then I took a completely different route to get home. <laughs> I felt so bad, but like, there's, I'm sorry, Girl Scout cookies are overpriced. Yeah, if I, like, I knocked out a whole, they're so good though, I knocked out like a whole box of Samoas in one night. But you probably spent like eight bucks on them. Five bucks, but, yeah, I had cash, you could go get so chips, that's not real You could go money. get like 40 chips Ahoy for like a couple bucks. Yeah. The, that, that market pantry brand. Target. Exactly. <laughs> are, are you an off-brand shopper or on-brand? Uh... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's. I think since getting here, I'm an off-brand shopper because what college kid has money? So like yeah. that. But like back home, like Trader Joe's, Costco, that type of stuff. Big grocery shopping fan. All right, this question's a bit of a thinker. If you could put together the greatest college basketball team of all time, who would be your starting five? <laughs> oh no, guys, this is the worst question for me. Or just give us your big three. I did not watch basketball growing up. This is my worst sport as a sports person. For like professional or college, but like I'll think. I'm trying to think of the CL Supersonics. I put this (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I put this question in in the spirit of March Madness. Yeah, no about I get it. You were on the Mizzou Mizzou basketball beat. Like who is your favorite Mizzou basketball player and why? Uh, I mean 
I liked Jordan Geist very early on because he, one, talks to the media really well, which some of them do not at all if you've ever talked to them. But um, I also, Jeremiah Tillman is also pretty fun to talk to. Plus, he's very tall, so it's funny standing next to him. Um, yeah, I think for Mizzou, those are the two I enjoyed the most, just getting to watch and write about and stuff like that. We're, we're huge supporters of Ronnie Suggs. Oh, the Ronnie, mode, Ronnie Suggs. Ronnie Suggs' brother lives down the hall from me, and we're like friends. His so name's really Kaysen. He runs for the track team. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. I didn't yeah. know he had a brother. I, I didn't know that they were related until like two weeks into the season, so... Uh, what famous person, past or present, do you wish you could have lunch with? I like this question too. I feel like I change my answer a lot. This is not a final answer, but teenage Joe Biden, I would have lunch with him. Um, <laughs> why, why I would respect that. Yeah, that's very... Have you seen the picture of teenage Joe Biden? I'm not. Is he cute? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a big nod. <laughs> Wow, teenage Joe Biden was a looker. You put that on deck. <laughs> yeah, I did have that on deck, but like, um, on a more serious note, who would I have lunch with? Um, I think it would be like, I've always been a big JFK, just interested in like talking to him, I guess. It'd be interesting to interview him too, just because he was a womanizer, and that would be interesting to see. Also, can, Teddy Roosevelt. We can try to get them on. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> what three things would you bring to a desert island? We asked Jared this one. It did not go over well. <laughs> Dude, I was thinking survival. Like, yeah. I was thinking survival. This mode. is like this is if you're having fun. Like yeah. it's, a beach, oh. it's more of a beach day than like I'm Bear grills. I'm gonna drink my own pee. Okay. So, like, it's basically items. well, the necessities are given to you. Okay. Okay. Um, what are you taking? I don't know. Mu music in some form, so I guess like my phone so I could play music and do whatever else I could do with my phone. Um, oh, maybe like, oh, there's no one else there. Can I bring people? Sure. Is that like a thing? Okay. I don't have a specific person, but I would bring another person and then... <laughs> you have to pick one. Teenage I had to pick, Joe Biden. Yeah, let's say I'll bring teenage Joe Biden <laughs> with me to this <laughs> island. And like a football, we can play some pass or something. That's a good plan. Oh, really? I you listen to that episode? Like three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, well, I guess football is a popular choice for the the island. You can also turn it into like a face, like Casper. I'd bring Spike Ball. Like that's my favorite thing to do but on you, the beach. But you need like three people. You can't just. Are you gonna hit it to yourself the whole day? <laughs> yes. You get really good at spike ball. Are you kidding? One v one spike ball. It's all about it like teamwork, like passing it and stuff. Yeah. You can't. If you're gonna play with yourself, you won't get that good. You're gonna play a full football game with two people. You can have a catch. Well, just it's like that's a little so break different. And then it's <laughs> so like, different. Yeah, no, explore or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll end up being like, oh god, what's that? The volleyball with like the face on it. It's castaway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this honestly has to be my favorite question. We're we're back to serious now. Just letting you know. Um, are we shifting? Gears? We shifting gears again? <laughs> okay. All right. Put, get your hand on the prindle. We're gonna shift this. <laughs> Sweet life of second yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what makes Emily Liker unique? Why should people care about Emily Liker? 
because I care about you. No, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I've always, like, prided myself on, like, I put a lot of work in. Like, once I, like, set my mind to something, I'll put a lot of work into it. So, like, if you trust me to do something or, like, trust me to help you with something or, like, anything, like, I will, like, see it through and, like, make sure it happens for you. So I guess, like, I really, like, that's, like, a really self-identifying thing for me, I guess, is, like, just being a very hard worker but also wanting to give back to people and help. Have you always been like that? Or, like, did you learn that from one of your parents? Um, I mean, I probably, like, picked it up a little bit from my mom. I've always been hardworking. Probably the giving it back to people I've, like, grown into. I was sometimes a stuck-up six-year-old. Um, but, yeah, I think my mom probably would, like, give me that. Like, yeah. Why do you think she, like, what would you take from her? Um, my mom just, like, always, shout out to my mom. She's probably not going to listen to this. But <laughs> um, she's always just been, like, the same way, I guess. Like, she sets her mind on something, and even if she knows, like, it's not going to happen for a while or stuff like that. Like she's always taking steps to work towards that goal. And so like, I've just really followed that. And like, we also like feed off each other because my mom always likes to say that like, she's very like detail oriented. Whereas like, I like to see like the big picture or maybe it's reverse. I don't know, but <laughs> she always says that. And so like, we just work very well together. And I think, yeah. So do you have any like goals for your future? Sports Illustrated. I would love to write for Sports Illustrated. That's been my dream since like 13 years old. So if we could, if I could write for Sports Illustrated, I would love that. Why Sports Illustrated of all publications? I don't know. Like I had a Sports Illustrated subscription for like a year that my parents bought me. And like I would read it and I still have like a bunch of like scraps in my room. Like it includes, like, the it was the year that the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, too, so, like, super hype about that. But, um, yeah, I don't know, like, Sports Illustrated has probably just been one, like, I've always noticed a lot of, and, like, I mean, like, they're very much, like, the leading sports magazine, I guess. Did you ever read the Sports Illustrated kids version? Like, maybe in the library during school once or twice, but, they're like, always there. They're not, like, religiously or anything like that. My mom got me a subscription to that, so I was I was curious if I had um, someone else who understood what I went through. So, like, you have a pretty set dream in your mind, um, but a lot of people, you know, set goals for themselves and then kind of give up on them and like don't achieve what they want. Why do you Why do you think people are like that? a good question I think like a lot of times most people are like capable of like achieving their dreams but like just so many people like struggle in this country like either like with mental health or like with money and stuff like that and like those are like very limiting factors when like it comes to like doing big things in your life which is I don't know so like I think like a lot of people are capable of it just like they're not always in the right circumstances. And like when you're in the wrong circumstances for things, it's hard for you to like see past that sometimes and then like see the bigger picture of like, hey, like this is happening right now for like a reason. And so like I just need to push through and like things are gonna get better. I'm gonna be able to do this. 
And so, yeah, I think a lot of people just can't see that bigger picture sometimes. Is there ever a time you had to like step back and see the bigger picture for yourself? I mean, yeah, like, so I, like I said, I started like doing journalism, I guess, when I was like 13 and I went to my high school and I went to like a pretty small high school. Like we had under 600 kids. So I guess like not super small, but small enough. And like, we didn't have journalism classes or anything like that. And like, once you get to know me, like I'm a very loud, very like fun to be around, at least I think I'm fun to be around person. But like, I'm like, when I first meet someone, I'm usually very shy. So like freshman and sophomore year of high school, like I didn't try to make opportunities for myself, like in terms of like, hey, I want to write, like I need to talk to like our athletic director and things like that, or like talk to local media and see how I could get involved. And so like kind of going into junior year, I just had to like be like, look, if I want to do this, like I'm going to have to start doing stuff now because there are people, like there are kids my age across the country who are like writing for like their school publications and stuff like that. And even if I don't have one, then I need to do something. So I think that was a step back version. All right. Skirt, we're shifting gears one last time. That was awesome. I might honestly cut that one. No, nah, I'm, I'm going to keep it just so that people can enjoy the cringe. Anyway, <laughs> I know you love some, some good old Mizzou tradition, Mizzou lore. I wanted to ask you who's... Okay. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> keep going, keep going. And that's a swing and a miss, Bob. <laughs> we just hit her with a question. <laughs> Who, who's the bigger Mizzou icon in your head? Harlan or Hacky Sack Guy? I love dogs. I also really respect Hacky Sack Guy. Like, you know that snow day? He said, I will go out and be shirtless in Hacky Sack. Yeah. Um, I'd have to probably go with Harlan because I see him on people's, like, Snapchat stories more. Also, I haven't actually seen Hacky Sack Guy in person. Ever? Ever. Really? Which is wild. I've seen him at the rack, like, three times in, like, the rack. I know. Like, I never see him I guess I don't walk through speaker circle a lot but I did first semester so I don't know how I missed him but I've seen Harlan many times so ding 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 Harlan yeah that's my answer all right I think that's all we have is there anything like you were itching to get out to the world or anything you want to say before we leave um come right for the man eater <laughs> plug also, um, shout out to 618 for having me on. But that's we love it. having you. You're, you've been a huge supporter since day one, so we really appreciate all the love. So we were honored to have you as our first guest. Definitely gives us a confidence boost. It yeah. does. I'm happy to give it. You guys are talented. So. All right. Well, I think that does it. Thank you for season listening. Four. To, yes, thank you. <laughs> season four. Episode. Four. Just skip season three. I <laughs> don't want it. Uh, anyway, thank you for listening to episode four. We hope you of enjoyed season two. Of season two. We hope you enjoyed. We'll be back again next week with an, another interview. That one will be a surprise. You'll just have to wait and see who that is because we don't really know yet. We don't know who it is. <laughs> so we'll figure that out and pump out another episode for you guys next Wednesday. We hope you enjoyed this one. Peace. Screw <laughs> <laughs>